A Curvy Girl's Love in Pirate Cove, number two. Oh no, that means there's more than one. Hi friends, welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, my name is Natalie Megan and this is Weirdo Book Club. And today, I'm giving you a gift. The worst books of 2023. Aren't you excited? Now if you've been here a while, you can probably guess some of these books because of all the yelling I've done. But believe it or not, there's actually more and I am thrilled to tell you about them today. I read some stinkers this year and it's time we talked about them. Now, as of recording this, I've read 129 books and the average rating is around 3.45, which is not bad. It's above the medium, which is quite a feat in itself given all of the crap I read this year. So let's get started. I'm not gonna make you wait too long, but I do wanna say, I will not be spoiling these books, but I will be giving you my opinions on them. And if our opinions differ, if I hate a book that you absolutely loved, that's the beauty of being two different people. So please behave. Also, have you seen this? It's an enamel pin that I designed. It says Weirdo Book Club member. And then it has a cute little purple book with a nerdy little bookworm on the front. They're available on my coffee shop link below. Okay, let's get started. January, I read 20 books with the average rating of 3.74. I didn't read that many bad books in January. January is my birth month, so I tend to treat myself with books that I know I'll like. But there was one, The Things We Do to Our Friends by Heather Darwent. I got this as an ARC and I'm really thankful for that, but it did nothing for me. It was supposedly dark academia, but they were hardly ever at the college. College age girl, she meets a group of college age friends. They're kind of bougie and snobby snobby and there's also something sinister about them and and by the time that was being unveiled I had already checked out because the book went so slow it was so slow and I got so bored I did not care couldn't really tell you much else actually so I gave it two stars because it wasn't poorly written or anything it just wasn't for me and I didn't enjoy myself so maybe you would but I did not February I read 11 books with an average rating of 3.41. There are two stinkers in this bunch. The first one being You're Only Just Beginning by Morgan Harper Nichols. It's a collection of poetry. Now I follow Morgan on Instagram. She's an artist and she's really good with words and I really enjoy her work in that context on that platform. However, for a book, it read as very immature and just not what I needed. Do I think that I would have liked it maybe when I was in high school? Possibly. I was a little emo in high school. So maybe not, but most normal people around that age demographic might have really liked this, but I did not like it. She's very talented and I do like her artwork, but for a book, it just did not do it for me. So I gave it two stars. Promises and Pomegranates by Sav R. Miller was a stinker that I not only read, but made my book club read. I learned a lot this year. I learned that I don't like mafia romance. It's supposed to be a Hades Persephone inspired, it's not. Aside from the main character having a pomegranate tattoo on her chest and there being a pomegranate on the cover, there's nothing. It's just a shitty mafia romance. This was stupid. There was like a plot like, into the book. There was nothing to it and I could not have cared less. The characters were unlikable. At one point, the guy is eating an apple and the girl gets horny for it. Plus, she's freshly 18 and the guy made a promise to her dad that he would protect her, so he marries her. If you're in the book club and you read this with me, I apologize. Not everybody hated it as much as I did, but it wasn't the best. One star from me, March. We march on. 
I'm sorry about that. I read 12 books with an average rating of 3.85. I think I read The Hunger Games in this month, so that probably did something for you. Yep. I didn't have a lot of terrible books this month. The only one that I felt like needed to be on this list was Commitment by Mona Simpson. I got this as an arc and it's something about a family and somebody's going to college and there's like secrets. I couldn't tell you. I tried so hard with this book and I just could not get into it. It's like this book was trying to kill me slowly. One and a half stars. It wasn't badly written or anything like that. So maybe this just wasn't for me, but it could be for someone else. But I did not like it. And it was also one of those books that when I closed it, all of the knowledge of it just left me. In April, I read 11 books with an average rating of 3.7. The only book that I really just didn't enjoy this month was Games and Rituals by Katherine Henry. This is a collection of short stories. I either really love a collection of short stories or cannot stand it and there is no middle ground. I saw potential in these stories and at first I was really excited to see where all of them would go and then they ended up just like falling flat. So collectively, the book sucked. 1.52 stars. It's just, it just wasn't for me. In May, I read 20 books, which is unbelievable. Ridiculous. My average rating was 3.29. First up, we have Sing Nightingale. If you asked me to tell you one sliver of information about this book, I could not. It's, there's a deer on the cover. That's all I got. It was really short, but I still felt like I wasted time and I had no clue what was happening. I had nothing. Nothing. This book gave me nothing. I don't know what happened. I I don't remember any of it. It felt like a fever dream and then you wake up and you're like, I feel like something happened. Oh well, on to the next. I didn't like it, I didn't understand it, and none of it stuck with me. One star. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about this book. Okay, so on Stuff Your Kindle Day, I grabbed any book that had a title that had one of my friend's names in it. So I got one for me, Natalie's Nighthawk, and then I got Hannah, I had two, and then my friend Becca, which is the book I want to talk to you about today. Becca's, what was it? Becca's Bargain, A Curvy Girl's Love in Pirate Cove, number two, by Vicki Albert. Oh no, that means there's more than one. <laughs> It was a 15 minute read. It was really short. I will never get those minutes back. It was bad. And I can't believe they would do that to my girl, Becca. Hi, Becca. How are you? Don't read this. It was just really cheesy and dumb and poorly written. I think I have a lot of highlights on my Goodreads if you're interested. But uh, no, one star. Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. I saw that Emily Henry read this. And since I like Emily Henry, I thought I would like this. And that was a mistake. I also grabbed it because it was pink. Let's just be honest. I don't have enough pink books in my life and I need more for my pink shelf. Okay, this is serious, but this won't be one of them. I didn't like it already because it's insta-lovey and it, it was just kind of dumb. So I got it courtesy of Libro FM's ALC program and I was listening to it on audiobook. And then we got to this. I never appreciated her type anus. Type anus. And up until that moment, I had just had a bunch of nitpicky problems with it that I was hoping would kind of smooth out over time. Like as I read, I would hope that they would get further and further from my mind. But when this came up, no, came crumbling down like a house of cards. Absolutely not. This is why it's important to listen to your ebook back before you give it to people. The line was type anus but that's not what it sounded like and that could have been said a million different ways her attention to detail how organized and methodical she is like there were several different ways that you could have said this where it didn't sound like you were saying tight anus two two stars because i some some people might like it i just i couldn't let that go and then last and definitely least for this month we have Haunting Adeline. I can go into heavy detail, 
And I did. So if you'd like to enjoy a rant the length of a feature film, I have that for you. And I could honestly go back and do it all over again with new problems that I had to talk about. But if you don't feel like sitting through that, I'll just sum it up for you here. It was ass from start to finish, terribly written, poorly edited, and had a bunch of shit in it that didn't need to be there. It was so bad and cringy and it's just abuse smut. So check it out if that's what you're into, which is fine if you are. Some people read dark things to kind of heal from their own stuff. I get that, but I feel like you deserve better than this. And I know it's popular and I, I don't like it. And that's great news for me because I've been commissioned to read and review the second one. Thank you. In June, I read eight books and the average rating was 2.94. I wonder why. Oh, that's right. I reread The Wild by Kay Webster, which is the book that started my whole channel. I hated this book so much. I had so much to say about this book that I was like, you know what? TikTok doesn't have the capacity to hold my rage for this. So I came here and I made this account and now we're all friends. So thanks to Kay Webster for that, but that's it. This is incest romance, incest smut between a 40-year-old father and his 16-year-old daughter. Like I said, I have rants about this. The first one that I did when I was new at this and then the second one when I'm better at it. Have at it. I hate this book. If I could give it zero stars, I would. And it's book one in a series. I can't cry, I'm wearing makeup. In July, I read 13 books and the average rating was 3.04. There are two books that I hated this month. One being The Never King, which I have a rant for. Of course I do. And if you liked this, then you are gonna love 2024 because one of you <laughs> commissioned me to read and review the rest of the series. All four books. <laughs> Thank you. But also, uh, so uh, that's exciting for you, a little tragic for me, but hey, it's fine. I have chosen this path for myself and you are enabling it and we're a team, so it's fine. The Never King is a Lost Boys, Peter Pan, Why Choose smut novel about a young girl named Winnie who is kidnapped by them on her 18th birthday, freshly 18, we love it, and swept off to Neverland in order to help them break some sort of curse that I don't care about. No, 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 one star. Actually, like 1.25, because it's not as bad as Haunting Adeline, and it's nowhere near as bad as The Wild. So if you're looking for like a dumb little hate read that you don't have to think too much about and doesn't matter, this might work for you. Also, if you wanna go watch the rant, do that. Never Contented Things by Sarah Porter, which I hated. And I only read it because Rachel asked me to. Friends like these. Now I didn't do a rant for this because honestly, I wanted to get this as far away from me as possible as soon as I finished. But what I did do is send Rachel unhinged voice messages in real time as I read. So you're welcome, Rachel. Thank you for putting me through this. I might review this in the future, but it would require me to read it more than once. And I just don't think I have that in me. It's about these foster children that are about to be split up because one of them's turning 18 and um, they're in love with each other. Why does this happen to me so much? I don't want to read about this. And it's fantasy, so there's like stuff, there's fae and a world and portal, and, and I don't really do that a lot, so I don't have a lot to go on in order to really critique it with a firm bed of knowledge to go off of. But I hated this and it sucked. One star. August, I read eight books with an average rating of seven, what? 2.75. What did I read? Oh God, oh God. So let's go from least to worst worst, 
Sure. Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood that I hated, literally. I liked the love hypothesis, okay? And I'm going to run that back for you real quick so that we don't have any misunderstanding. I did not say it was good. I said I liked it. And I think I only liked it because it's Raylo. And that's a character flaw that I am currently working on in therapy, so just give me a freaking break. But I did. I liked it. Whatever. So when I got this, courtesy of Libro FM's ALC program, I was like, oh, good. Let's see if I like this one. I, I didn't. I did not. Real quick before I keep going, are you subscribed to me? This is a good time to do that. Please do it. Do it. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. It makes me happy. This was dumb. This features yet another woman in STEM. I'm down for that. However, this woman, she is an idiot. At one point, she's snuggled up on a couch and falls asleep with the love interest, right? And she wakes up and he is rock hard against her. We've all been there. And in her mind, as she's lying there, feeling his firmness up against her center or whatever the fuck, she rationalizes it by saying, oh, he probably just needs to pee. That happens, right? When guys have to pee so bad, their dicks get hard. A woman in STEM doesn't understand. No, that's not what happens. I failed college twice and I know that. Absolutely not. It was dumb, 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 da dumb, dumb, da dumb. Two stars, because it wasn't terrible. Yes, it was. It wasn't Haunting Adeline, but it wasn't great. Next, I have Pen Pal by JT Gessinger. I think that I want to do a rant on it because there's a lot to unpack. And it is, um, shit. But it's also really disappointing. From the synopsis, you think that you're going into a book where a woman loses her husband and on the day of the funeral, she comes back home and there's a letter waiting for her from a man who's in prison and claims to know who she is. And that's the synopsis. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that's not what this book is. I don't really know why it was marketed so incorrectly, but that's not what this book is. This is not that. I was like 75% of the way in and I was like, what, when do the letters come in? Who is a prisoner? Where are we? What are we doing? There was some really weird mental health rap in here and it just, I no. And the smut, while I appreciated that there was consent involved, no. It was, it was stupid. It was, yeah, I didn't like it. No, 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 no. And if you want me to do a deep dive on this, I am more than capable. You let me know, okay? I'll put it on the list. Uh, one star. Last but least of all, The Pucking Wrong Number by C.R. Jane. Two thumbs down, but I'm, I'm holding a microphone. Mm. If I had more thumbs, those would be down too. This is a dark hockey romance. It's a dark romance with a little bit of hockey sprinkled in. And I hate it. I hated it from the moment it started. And if you'd like to hear more about that, I have that rant here for you as well. Ah, it was really bad. This is what I mean. I learned a lot this year. I learned that I hate sports romance, particularly hockey. And this is not the last hockey romance on this list. Oh no, but it is the worst. One star. September came and went and I read one book that was only, eh. but I didn't really like it. So I'm going to put it here. The only purple house in town. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The only purple house in town. I gave it two stars. It's like a found family thing. I got it because the covers purple, honestly. And it's not good. I didn't like any of the characters enough to care about them. There was magic and fae stuff and all that. And I, I always have a hard time with that anyway. And then the love interest was kind of lying by omission and stalking her the whole time. So no, no, thank you. Two stars. Now, October, I read three books and I liked all of them. And if you'd like to hear about them, go to my best of 2023 list. November, I read 13 books and an average rating of 3.6. I'm not sure how I feel about this one and I'll explain why, but let's start with Carving for Cara by Dana Leanne and Melissa McSherry. 
Obviously, this is a Halloween dark romance, erotic novel, whatever. It's a shorter one. I'm not going to get too into it. But a guy sees a girl in a coffee shop and she's so hot and she sees right to who I am in two seconds. And then he's obsessed for the rest of the book and he stalks her and unalives for her and ours her in a cornfield. with corn. Now my rating for this hinges on if this is satire or not because with lines like this I'm thinking it is satire. So if it is satire and they're kind of turning the dark romance genre on its head with this dumb book, three stars. If it's not satire and they are dead ten toes down serious, one star. Absolute shit. And then I also read Claiming Mrs. Claus by R.M. Virtues. Now I've read R.M. Virtues before. I read Sing Me to Sleep, an erotic novel about a girl and her sleep paralysis demon. Ah! But I really liked that one. Typos and all. You know, it is what it is. I didn't really love this one. I was trying to get into the festive mind set and it did not do anything for me. So the premise is that Santa and Mrs. Claus are in a platonic relationship and they have been for years and they're both very happy with that. But Mr. Claus knows that she's lonely and he kind of knows that the two new elves that came up from South America have had their eye on her for a while. And not only do they have their eye on her, they're in a relationship together. So that's fun. Except it wasn't. I didn't like it. There were way too many typos and it just... two stars. I didn't like it. Now we've come to December. I've read eight books in December so far with an average rating of 3.57. The only book that deserves to be on this list is our last hockey romance of the year, courtesy of Libro FM's ALC program by Emily Rath. But this was a prequel novella to the Pucking Around series. I hated this. It was short, so it's like low stakes. But the girl and the guy meet one night and within five minutes decide to go sleep together, which is fine. I'm not hating on that. And we've all been there. right? But the smut and the dialogue was cheesy and corny. At one point, I heard her body is a fucking 10. One star. Alright, we've reached the end, but before you leave, I'm gonna rank them. One to five. One being the absolute worst read of the year, and five being almost as bad as that. Coming in at number five, we have Promises and Pomegranates. It was shitty, and I feel really bad about making my whole book club read it. It was mafia romance that was not inspired by Hades and Persephone in the slightest, even though it was marketed as such, and it was dumb. Congrats. Coming in at number four, we have Never Contented Things by Sarah Porter, the foster children incest fairy whatever. It was a nightmare. I didn't like it, nor did I understand it. And then by the end of it, I was just mad that I had to read it. So shout out to my buddy, Rachel. Coming in at number three is the hockey romance that I read this year, both of them. And while that one was really bad, I think I do have to give this spot to its rightful owner, C.R. Jane of The Pucking Wrong Number. Complete and total trash. Coming in at number two, The Wild by Kay Webster. Incest romance between a father and teenage daughter in the Alaskan wilderness is just not good. I do think Kay Webster has writing potential. Like her writing wasn't bad, but what she's writing about is absolutely concerning in almost every way. But it did not make the number one spot this year because I technically read it last year. It's the worst always. It it really is. Unless what I read this year and what absolutely unequivocally belongs in the number one spot for the worst book that I've read all year. Say it with me, Haunting Adeline by H.D. Carlton. Now, I know that a lot of people love this book, and that's great. 
Mm, I mean it. I do. I love that for you. This book is an unstoppable force, but I am an immovable object. I cannot be moved. I hate it. I will go into my grave hating it. I think that if hell is layered like an onion, one of the levels in between like endless traffic that never moves except for inches at a time and speaking with a customer service rep that is only replying in scripts and not actually listening to me and I can't get anyone on the phone and I can't get a real person to talk to me. In between those two is a library where there are only copies of Haunting Adeline. Misery has a face. And this is that face. Congrats, I guess. Well, that's it. How do you feel? I feel much better. I feel lighter. I feel like running. I I feel like I can hear birds again. Like, I, I do. I feel like I am leaving all of this in 2023. And I am very hopeful for 2024. I know I'm still going to have to read some stinkers because you angel babies have commissioned me to do such. But I am going to be more intentional about finding good books to read in between the books that make me feel like taking a cheese grater to my face. That's a resolution for the new year, I guess. Have you read any of these books? Do you hate any of these books? Which of these books do I not have a rant about that you would like to see me rant about? Leave all that stuff in the comments below. I would love to chat with you about it. I hope you're having a great holiday. And I hope that if you haven't been having such a good time, that 2024 is the year that it turns around for you. I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to get into it. But I have heard through the grapevine of Zodiac TikToks that Pluto is finally leaving something. And I can only hope that that means good things for us that that might affect. This isn't a Zodiac channel, so excuse me. But anyway, I hope that you're okay. I hope that you're safe. And I hope that you have a really great holiday season with your loved ones. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't and like and leave comments and share this with your friends. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm almost to 40,000 followers on TikTok and I would really appreciate your help getting me there. I really, really appreciate 2023 with you. I want you to know that this has been the coolest experience starting this channel and getting this kind of engagement from my bookish opinions in no reality did I expect for this to go so well and a lot of that all of that really comes down to you and you being here and sharing my stuff and being involved in this channel and liking what I do and it means so much to me that's one of the best gifts I could have gotten and I really appreciate it especially in the toughest year that I've ever had so thank you so much I will see you next year I've got a whole bunch of really good stuff planned for you and I can't wait to share it. Happy reading, you weirdo, and I love you, and I'll see you next year.